can't get enough of the podcast? Lucky for you, our video IQ platform on adorebeauty.com.au houses thousands of articles on skincare, makeup, hair care, and more. Plus, you can find a heap of video tutorials, ingredient spotlights, and brand breakdowns on our YouTube channel. Just click on Beauty IQ in the menu bar of the website or app or search Adore Beauty on YouTube for more beauty content. Welcome to another bonus episode of Beauty IQ Uncensored. I am your host, Sadaf Razi. I'm a former fashion editor and stylist turned digital beauty and lifestyle writer. And once a month, you'll be hearing my voice to give Hannah and Joe's vocal cords a rest. Each month, I'll be interviewing an influential figure in the beauty industry. Today, I have the pleasure of chatting to Gemma Watts, a woman with many creative talents. She's a founder of beauty editorial destination Glow Journal and one of beauty's most go-to sources. You can find Gemma on Instagram at GemKWatts. So let's dive in. Welcome, Gemma. Hello. That was a very nice intro. Thank you. I wrote it myself. (laughs) I'm so excited to have you. (laughs) I'm excited to be here. When we talk about multi-hyphenates, your name instantly comes to mind. You're a beauty journalist, a copywriter, a podcaster. You shoot your own elevated beauty content. You MC. not to mention you have amazing hair to boot. Something I really admire about you as a creator is you really have backed yourself from the beginning. This is something I struggle with and I think I'm getting better at. But what advice do you have for people who really want to start in a creative industry and just need that push to really back themselves? Well, firstly, I'm very happy to hear that you feel that you're getting better at it because I just think it's it's the most important thing. This is probably lofty advice, but this is just kind of how I live my life. If I'm nervous to do something or if I'm nervous to put something out there, my thought process is just what is the worst that can happen? And it's never that bad. It's never that bad. So that's just kind of, I don't know. I, for me, it's kind of like, why not? That's how I've done everything. And then I suppose more practical advice is just don't underestimate the power of social media. I know that it's a saturated place now, Mm. but we have the luxury now of being able to self-publish. Yeah. So once upon a time it was, you know, traditional blogging. But if you have a voice and you have opinions, whether that's on beauty products or in another industry entirely – you have free access to self-publishing tools. So firstly, why not? And secondly, just use these resources to your advantage. That's such good advice. Like I actually didn't even think about it from that point of view. And I think also I get scared. Like I've mentioned another interview before my first one, like I sit on something for so long and then I'm like, no, no one's going to like it. It's not good enough. And I've got content I shot from like two years ago. Put it out there. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's just been sitting there. I remember I started in the industry when like similarly to you, I started in fashion and pivoted to beauty and it was kind of like you had to kind of just pick your lane. Like, you know, it wasn't as embraced to be multifaceted and, you know, as humans, we are multifaceted. We are interested in beauty, fashion, politics, whatever. So it's so nice that, you know, you can back yourself and put yourself out there and say, I'm just going to publish this and if they like it, they like it and if they don't, they don't. 
Yeah. In high school, I mean, this is going <laughs> far back, <laughs> but it. I used to take my big camera to every party, wow. every social anything, and then I would put an album on Facebook. Love In fact, that. it was MySpace initially, oh, but yeah, then I would I'd put an it. album on Facebook. The camera came everywhere with me, and, I mean, there were a few girls at my high school who teased me no end for it. They were like, you know, just kids are mean, kids are mean. So they were like, why would, why are you bringing your camera everywhere? And I just thought, no, this is, this is fun. I get to document all of these amazing, amazing times. But then I ended up turning that into a job. My friends, older siblings would chuck me 50 bucks to be the photographer at their 18th birthday parties. Amazing. So (laughs) just why not? The opinions of a couple of people amount to more or less nothing. Oh, that's such good advice. And like the epitome of backing yourself is right there. Hmm. So you did that from such a young age. That's amazing. One of the things I actually read in one of your interviews was you said, likes and followers are the least of my concerns. I would always rather have a small following of people who actually care about what I have to say than thousands of people who don't gain anything from my content. I love that so much. Is that something you still keep in the back of your mind when you're creating or engaging with your audience? And how are you finding brands are responding to this? I absolutely still operate that way. I just, to me trust is everything, particularly with beauty, which you would experience this as well. The way that I compare fashion and beauty is that with fashion, a complete stranger could walk past you on the street and be wearing an amazing outfit. And you go up to them knowing absolutely nothing about them and you say, where's your jacket from? I want to buy it. That's sort of how fashion social media kind of operates, not to minimize what they do, because there's obviously a knack for styling involved. Yeah. But with beauty, if a stranger walked past me on the street and said, you've got to try this moisturizer, it's going to change your life. I've got a couple of questions for them. (laughs) I need to know their skin type. I need to know how long they've been using it for. I'm not going to take something lofty like it'll change your life very seriously. So there needs to be that trust involved. And that's how I (laughs) treat social media. And brands are really receptive to it. I think most people are pretty aware of how I approach things, particularly product trials. And you do lose work because of it, because some brands will still say, If we express this, whatever it is, out to you on Wednesday, can you publish content by Friday? No, I cannot because I'll have had it for 48 hours. Yeah. But it is what it is. So most brands are receptive to it. And I think, you know, it pays off in the long run. Yeah, definitely. I don't have that many followers on Instagram. But But you don't need to. Yeah, there's been such a shift, you know, in the beginning, it was kind of like, you know, reach out or work with those people that have lots of followers. And then, you know, beauty customers, especially, I think the difference from fashion is they're very savvy. They would rather, you know, talk to someone who doesn't have that many followers or whether they do or not, but they have that credibility. And like you said, have tested and really liked the product. And like when brands now reach out to me to trial something, I'm like, I don't have that many followers or whatever, but they're like, no, if if you really like the product, we appreciate the honest, you know, review. And even recently someone reached out about something and I was like, can I just be really honest? If I don't see this result, can I word it this way? And they were like, yeah, we'd rather you do that. So it's so good that we're kind of moving towards that. And I love that's something that you still, you know, adhere to and, you know, believe in when you're creating. That's amazing. Consumers are so smart and my audience really hold me accountable. So yeah. they would call me out immediately <laughs> if I were posting, yeah. you know, two serums with similar benefits a week apart, they'd be like, "Hmm, something doesn't add up here. Yeah, 
That makes sense. Well, I'm one of your loyal followers and I've, you know, I love your recommendations and they're always amazing. So it's very kind of you. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> now you've been a friend of Adore Beauty and been on our channels from very early on. A couple of Holy Grail products you've mentioned you like are the iconic Alpha H Liquid Gold, of course, and the Ordinary's Niacinamide, which actually I wrote a story on recently on BDIQ because mm -hmm. it was one of the first beauty products that really changed my skin. I had really dull and like bumpy, rough textured skin, and it really helped lift that. And, you know, you were just mentioning, you know, if you meet someone on the street, you can't really, you know, what's your skin? type and this kind of thing and when people like family or friends ask me I'm like I can't recommend one product across the board but one I do always mention is the Ordinary's Niacinamide as well this is not sponsored by the way I just really <laughs> love this product but are these iconic products still part of your routine very much so so Alpha H Liquid Gold for me was the first similar to you with that Ordinary Niacinamide the first product that I used that actually delivered a change in my skin I remember it so vividly for Christmas one year as like a stocking filler, my parents gave me, it was a little Alpha H like trial uh -huh. kit and I had absolutely no idea what glycolic yeah. acid was. <laughs> I had never heard of AHAs before. I just knew that if I used my liquid gold of an evening, I was going to wake up with glowing, beautiful skin. Had no idea what it was doing, but I was 18 <laughs> years old, so I'm not going to question it. Yeah. But I think I think that was probably my first introduction to skincare, skincare, if that makes sense. I think up yeah. until that point, you just use whatever, you know, Dolly Magazine was telling you to use. I'm yeah. so jealous of teenagers now because they have access to all of these amazing reviews. Oh, my God. These teenagers now oh. are snatched and I'm like how do you look like this but it's amazing that they do yeah it's you're amazing. right they know what to put oh. on their skin and they want to be educated on like ingredients not even just products yeah. they know their stuff and they've all got amazing eyebrows which is so upsetting because I look at photos <laughs> of my I mean this is the downside to taking my camera everywhere in high school I have thousands of photos of these two little tadpoles but Same. I digress so Alpha H Liquid Gold <laughs> is still one of my favorite favorite products I probably probably credit that with my initial interest in skincare because I just couldn't wrap my head around how is this product having such a dramatic effect on my skin. And then with The Ordinary, I still recommend yeah. The Ordinary to anyone who, I mean everyone, but everyone who is new to skincare because I love this idea of having kind of single ingredient yeah. formulas that are affordable. And I've got to be careful with that word, but accessibly priced. And then you can pick and choose and work out, okay, this has this effect on my skin. And if I use this with this, this is what I'll see. It gives you the freedom to kind of get to know your skin a little bit better, which I think is a, you know, transformative way to approach skincare. Yeah, that's so true, actually. Like it is a good way if you're a bit like on the younger side and you, yeah, affordable, loosely using mm. that word. But yeah, okay, niacinamide, my skin didn't like that or it likes vitamin C or that's a really good point. Is there any of the other products that you're, you kind of moved on from the nice in mud or you also incorporated in the ordinary caffeine is ah. my favorite of all of their products the eye really? serum oh i just love Ooh. it i just love okay, it I haven't oh, it's tried like that. a big shot of coffee for your eyes oh my god my dark circles their interest is peaked <laughs> <laughs> it's an amazing amazing product okay i actually have to get onto that gonna add that to my next staff order <laughs> thanks for that Rocco.
Okay, so you may have already answered this like a thousand times before, and I think I've actually seen something very recently on your Instagram, but to be fair, I wrote this question before I saw that. How do you style your gorgeous, bouncy hair? How do you get it to look that good? What tools do you use? What products do you use step-by-step? Tell the people. I have been doing (laughs) the same hairstyle for 12 years. I mean, people are like, oh, it's, it's your signature. No, it's just the only thing I know how to do and I'm too lazy to learn anything else. (laughs) And I'm very, even with makeup, I'm pretty lo-fi. Like I use a lot of products, but I just want to look like it's my skin. And I'm sort of the same with hair. I want it to look like I just woke up with naturally amazing hair. I don't use a ton of products. So I just start with dry hair, pretty simple. I use, it's a GHD, it's a part of the Creative Curve range, but it's the tapered wand. Oh, yes, yes, yep, I know the one I'm talking about. I love it, and yep. I just divide my hair into two or three sections depending on how much time I have. Do you like that one because you've got longer hair? Yes. And you find that it wraps better, okay. But also because I feel like it negates the need for multiple tools because I can just sort of focus on the kind of back end of it, the thicker part if I want bigger, bouncier waves, ah. or I can kind of shift it down to the, the finer part of the wand to get kind of more, like, not oh, ringlets, yeah. but you know what I mean, a tighter curl. Mm -hmm. So I really just work my way around my head. I don't put much thought into it. 20 seconds each chunk. Oh, yeah. And then Orbe Dry Texturizing Spray. That's my number one forever. I can't imagine finding a hair product that I love as much as that. It's just, it's everything I want in a hair product. It's a bit pricey, but everyone loves it. So it's one of those ones worth splurging on. Look, Gemma Watts Mm. uses... You know, splurges, so I think you guys should too. (laughs) But I also think a little goes a long way for me because I only wash my hair probably two, three times a week. Yeah. I mean, I styled my hair. What's this? This is two days. I mean, (laughs) I probably shouldn't be doing this. This is not a visual medium. I still see it. Yeah, and it just kind of it holds everything in place. It gives it that texture. It's a perfect product. I love that. Any other like shampoo or hair wrecks? I mean, what I'm using at the moment, I don't think is on a door, but <laughs> I'm pretty, okay. um, again, a biolage, which is yep. under the L'Oreal umbrella, beautiful products. Yep. We actually do stock that brand. Oh, fantastic. This is also probably information that nobody asked for, but I- No, tell us. In the last five weeks, I've started swimming. I used to love swimming Aww. and I finally put my big girl pants on and joined the pool near my house. Good on you. And I thought- the chlorine is going to be the end of me. Yeah. It's going to be the end of me. Yeah. Everyone is so nice about my hair and I'm going to get a month in and they'll be like, what happened to you? But <laughs> I am winning the war on chlorine. So life is good. Chlorine's not going to win this time. Sorry. No way. <laughs> I went to the hairdresser the other week and she said, you know, what do you want to do? And I said, I'll just take the split ends off. And she said, there aren't any. So that's good. <gasps> Oh my That's gosh. What do you, yeah. So, something, whatever you're using is working against the chlorine. Yeah, shampoo, conditioner, and then they have this, it's like a deep treatment pack. Oh. They say to swap out your conditioner for it, but I just use it as a, a mask once a week. Heaven. Amazing. That's a great tip. Okay. One of the last questions is I would never ask you what your three favorite beauty products are in life. That's Thank just you. not possible. So, what. <laughs> three beauty products are you trying and loving just at the moment right now so mine are Cora turmeric moisturizer oh yeah it's so good I'm a bit late to the game but I did a Cora turmeric story and my oh it's just 
glowy skin in a like a tub um loving mm-hmm. the cerave or cerave foaming oil cleanser and also loving the new la roche posay niacinamide serum so what are your th- well i can't steal those can i cerave and la roche posay are can. just two of my holy grail forever brands i think cerave make some of the best cleansers ever And I have to get double now because my fiance steals all of them. It's like not intimidating to him, which is great. Yeah. (laughs) It's only taken me 11 years, but we got there. I know. Boys like CeraVe. The brand actually sent me a few and that's how I started loving them when I used them. But I gave like a couple to my brother who was always like, no, not this, not this. And I was like, it's very minimal. Like just put it on your face. And now he's like, okay, when are you getting another bottle of that CeraVe cleanser? I've had exactly the same conversation in my my household. So I know that feeling. What I've been doing recently. So I obviously I have to trial a lot of products as yeah. you would as hard well. Job, tis, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I know, the we nature of this industry. <laughs> I find what my skin responds best to is if I keep the rest of my routine really, really simple. So say I'm trying a serum at the moment. I have gone back to not cleansing in the mornings. I'm using my Bioderma Sensor Biomicella yep. as my morning step and my skin is responding so well to that. I've always been in love with Ombriolis, mm. the late creme concentrate, besotted with it and I've worked it back into my routine again just to yep. keep things simple yeah, while I'm trialing things babe. and my skin is as happy as a clam. And the other thing, one that's a newer fave for me, I love retinol. Yep. Don't, don't yep. we all? Don't we all? I think retinol and sunscreen are the secret. I mean, not really secrets. They're the keys to healthy skin. But yep. I have a lot of people that message me saying, look, my skin's just too sensitive for it. So I've been trying the Kiehl's microdose retinol. <gasps> Which I Is that gentle? love. It's so gentle that you can use it daily. Oh. I mean, you can either stick with it or you can use it to help your skin build up a tolerance to retinol. But I think it is such a nice way, rather than doing a really, really intense retinol, say twice a week, mm-hmm. it allows you to just gradually do it day by day and then see cumulative results, which I think is right. a really nice, a clever way of formulating. Yeah, so it's a good introductory retinol maybe who's yeah. someone who wants to dip their toes in retinol. That's a good mm. place to start. Okay. Yeah, super good hydrating retinol. at the same time. So you're kind of oh. countering any of those sensitizing effects at the same time. Oh, that's really, really good to know. Okay. Big fan. Yeah. Well, I've kind of built up a bit of a tolerance to retinol, but I also, I have a few friends, I mean, we're in our 30s, but they're kind of just starting to talk about retinol. But obviously you can start a little bit younger, like in your late 20s or whatever, but some of them do have sensitive skin. So I'll definitely give them that reco because that's, yeah, really, really good to know actually. Yeah. Okay. Any more? I'll I'll give you one bonus one. Go on. (laughs) I'm trying to think. I've really, really stripped it back. Yeah, that's good. Is that just because seasonal changes you want to pair it back to like I mean in order to do my job well having a really simple routine allows me to trial things and then isolate any changes in the skin to whatever it is that I'm trialing I've restocked on the do you pronounce it Avene or Aven? I never know I just say Aven. great (laughs) okay 
Don't come We're after in the us, same Aven. boat there. Yeah. <laughs> Aven. But just that the thermal water, okay. I restocked on that because I forgot how much I love it. I'm really going back to French pharmacy, yeah, aren't I? but they do it really well. I know people yeah. love the thermal water and they're like, it's just thermal water. But if you love the feeling of it, it's like a mist, right? Like I've definitely become a mist convert. Like we have a good Dermalogica ceramide yeah. one, um, a Murad one that unfortunately has been discontinued. But those products are mm. also good just for like helping your follow-up products to penetrate into the skin and just pep up. So yeah and just a nice little refresh throughout the day the event one is fine over makeup i find as well so that's that's a really that's good a tip. plus keeps me looking fresh when my face is drooping oh, and looking a little if. bit sad as we Never. hit mid okay we're actually ahead of time so i'm going to ask you our bonus non-beauty question yeah how many photos do you have in your iphone oh my goodness let me have a little look here <laughs> Oh, I feel sick. Do you? Oh my gosh. This is something I always want to know about people because I'm forever having storage issues. Like I always have to delete my dating apps or TikTok because I have no storage. I feel unwell about this. Oh my God. Also, for, I was about to say I, I'm that person who my phone plan lapses and then I go to get a new phone and <laughs> tell Stratter like you could have done this a year ago. Whoops. Oh. <laughs> I just I just don't care about getting a fresh new phone, but I think all of the data just migrates anyway. Yeah. Anyway, let's not delay the inevitable. It's 63,906 <gasps> photos. Wait, does that include your videos, like everything? Nope, 10,172 <gasps> videos. Oh, my God, I feel so much better about my situation. And my phone hasn't been telling me that I've got storage issues as well, so that's that's a plus. Okay, maybe I need to switch to Telstra. I saw Eleanor Pendleton share how many photos she had on her camera roll the other day and it was oh, about the I same. So how much does she have? About the same as mine. So I feel okay. I feel really good about that. Okay, good. All right. But she has a child, so <laughs> I feel like she well, has a reason. Yeah, a very cute one. Mine's just selfies. <laughs> Yeah. Well, mine's all pictures of my dog. That's and, nice. Yeah. You know, not an actual child, but not too dissimilar either. There's a lot of <laughs> screenshots. Okay. I feel much a better lot now knowing you will have that many. Well, thank you so much for chatting with us, Gemma. It's been such a pleasure and I was so excited to have you on the bonus episode today. Oh, I'm so excited to be on the bonus episode. Thank you for having Yay. me. Please come again soon. You will regret saying that because every week I'm going to be like, hi, Never. I'm here. Yeah. No, knock, knock through the Zoom. I'll let you Amazing. in. Amazing. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also, we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated. <laughs>